Hello and welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast. It's your girl Abyssola, and with me is Stefan and Idris, and you know it's about to get lit. So enjoy. How's, how's your happened? week? Nothing much, or nothing much. We're missing. I say you and it just always exchanging. You guys don't. I'm want telling to. you, I think you guys. Rotation. I'm not. I'm not in that group chat where you guys plan it, but you guys should <laughs> add me. <laughs> so that you can have some days off. I can't like me safe. <laughs> Stefan, you know you are the you are the you are the bone of the I, band. See, you push you. <laughs> you push, I mean, I tell you, I'm the bone of the band. <laughs> you are the bone of the band. <laughs> I don't want to again. I don't want to again. Miss if I want day off. Don't worry. 2021. We'll plan a better calendar. We'll interview. Hey, thank you. 2021, we move. Yeah. How's, how's your week been? It's been crazy busy. But it has been okay as well. Yeah. A couple of annoying issues here and there. Hmm. Just us, give us the top two. Bruh. My most annoying issue. In fact, let me put pretty in on blast. My oh, yeah. Poo on, on blast. Pretty little thing. Those oh, okay, people okay. Give us, give us, give us. I saw you tweeting about that actually. Took my money, took my order, and then my order was supposed to arrive on Friday, and I was so excited because I ordered some clothes. <laughs> I'm so excited about. And yeah. pretty little thing returned my money on and the day my order was supposed to be delivered without telling me that oh your shipping was lost. Nothing, nothing. You just returned my money. They just returned your money. No order was delivered. Damn. <laughs> and they didn't even return my full money. So now I have to start messaging them, which is very, very annoying. But I yeah. Want, when you say they didn't return your, your full money, is it like they didn't return the duties or they, they have a refund policy or something? I don't even know because apparently now they're saying that they shipped my packages in two separate. They shipped my order in two separate packages. So one is lost and one isn't lost. So the money they yeah. didn't return to me is the one that isn't lost apparently. But like, my problem now is that there's no tracking information. There's nothing. So I actually have no idea yeah. if the package, supposed package that isn't lost is still even coming. Coming. You know what happened? What happened? They used your money to do giveaway on Twitter. They actually did. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody should come and thank Abisola for giving away. <laughs> they actually did. But it's okay. Because I'm going to get my money back. And you know what? That's God. Because I didn't actually want to order from that stupid website. Too, because their yeah. clothes is trash and it's bad for the environment. Hmm. But I was like, this is what I can afford, right? So let me yeah. do this, right? But clearly, I've learned my lesson. I should care about the environment cheap. more. Cheap is expensive. I, I care about the environment. I care about the environment. Mother Nature so is trying to tell you something. Exactly. So I'm not ordering from them again. Yeah. Do they sell men's uh, men's clothing? I pretty little thing. I think they do. I they mean, we are not classified men. as. Okay. I for fear. Because, Mr. I need some of those, you know, quick, quick, fast, fast pickups, you know, pick me ups. But they're not good for the environment. I'm, I drive to work every day. You know, See, you're even making the environment to, worse. Small by small, I'm cutting my carbon. I started drinking oat milk. You know, 
small by small, cutting down my carbon How does the output. oat milk? See, that's one thing I don't understand. People that say they take oat milk as opposed to... Does that help the environment in any way? So apparently, cows release methane or something that when they, when they are gathered, you know, from excretion, mm-hmm. they release a lot of methane into the air, into the atmosphere mm-hmm. that causes greenhouse gases. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, a bee. Whether it causes a bee, cancels, deletes greenhouse gases, but it's bad for the environment. So that's mm-hmm. the reason why cow milk is bad. Cow, no, that's not cow, the reason why cow milk is bad, but that's the reason why cow farming is bad. It's bad. And cow milk is a product of uh, cow but farming. But then rights. cow farming is also important for the. This we all learn food chain. Uh-uh. It's not important for the. For which food chain are they in the world? Are we used to hunt them in the farm? No, no, they are important for the food chain now because imagine if we have excess cows, nobody because nobody's killing them, nobody's eating them. Then we don't what's going to happen if there's excess cows? I actually don't know. <laughs> to, if there, well, if there's excess cows, you send them back into the wilderness, and I think it would be more natural order of like the cow will be there for like a few months, then something will attack it and chop it. Exactly, and like the animals recycled. will still eat them, right? So the why can't them, we? Yeah. We'll be the ones. See, I don't know, man. Some white guy said it on Twitter that we should eat oat milk and, you know, like, eat. I mean, but all Let's these go. little, little changes don't even... That's why I don't support all this. Like, I get don't recycle as much as you can recycle and all that. But then I feel like the major problems and the major things that affect the environment are not even from, like... What's the word from, from our day to day? Exactly, not from our day to day lives. They are from like big industries and like fuel emissions and like oil spillage and all of that. So isn't that what we should be trying to fix as opposed to telling people not to use a straw? <laughs> have you ever bought a metal straw? I have actually. The thing with metal, the stuff like like those minor, those small changes actually help the environment. The only thing is just like. Um, getting enough people to do it and enough people to do it well because when you buy metal straw and you keep forgetting it at home then you have to buy another one then you have to buy another one and then you buy yeah. paper straw and then you buy paper straw yeah so you're still kind of contributing in slower but still kind of the same thing but yeah there's there's actually a lot but a lot of countries have actually been implementing these laws where by 2030 they want to they're going to stop selling like brand new um what do you call them gas powered cars yeah so this is the time to buy tesla stock you know bounce to the bone nuggets (laughs) (laughs) don't say i didn't do anything for you guys but then i don't think would because by time i feel like by the time more car companies are saying that by 2030 all car companies will start making cars that are electrical powered now so like tesla by 2030 well yeah, actually, a lot of them will probably start uh, making electric, electric power cars. cars. Exactly, that will be their yeah. next budget or their next like uh, innovation. Exactly, which is which would now make it a good time to actually buy fuel cars because they will be they're they're going to stop making them anyway. Yeah, and they'll be, be cheap. Trying to get rid of them. Yeah, so. that's my. So I have to wait till like 2040 before I buy my first electric car. That's what that announcement is <laughs> telling you. Because I cannot buy brand new. <laughs> I mean, by like 2030, the way the world is going, you there would have been a surplus of used cars. 
Yeah. I was about to buy Toyota Prius. So Toyota <laughs> Prius is, <laughs> is electric. So you know, we're coming to our ending ending of the year, and one of our one of our, our topics for the day. It's kind of our coping mechanisms of this 2020. What a year. You know, this is the year I actually want to. You know that picture of the woman that comes up every year? That mm-hmm. she's climbing staircase and leaving all that baggage consistency, bad friends, everybody behind. I okay. think this, this is the year that, you know, that thing should have been, been invented. Because myself, I would tweet it. This year, I would tweet it. If people are angry, what people who tweet it. <laughs> be ready to be angry with me because I'm leaving bad friends, leaving pandemic. <laughs> Leaving all those, I don't even know what days to put inside that picture, but I'm going to find my own. That's why right, it's three days. It's over four days. Yeah, I'll put five different ones each day. And I'll tweet <laughs> it. Because me, said I want to enter 2021 anew. And without yeah. pandemic. Yeah. I wish so, it was like that. Who they distribute vaccine by 2021st, please let everybody have Let everybody it. have gotten it. <laughs> I'm telling you. So I don't want again. Are you going to take the vaccine? What's your thoughts? I mean. If they leverage it, like they say, if you don't take it, you can't go out. I would take it. Yeah. I'll be one of the last, yeah. My I'll only back theory with vaccine is that right now, we don't know, like, 10 years from now, we don't know 10 years from now what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen in, like, when people are ready to give birth, people that are taking vaccine, what their Fertility issues, right? Like. like, we don't even... That's just my problem with it. The long term, we don't know. But, but then, the plus, I guess that's what happens when they develop a vaccine, right? Vaccine. You kind of have yeah. to take it, and then yeah. as they go, they will develop it more and more. But on the plus side, if it has, if it modifies people's children, then if everybody takes it, that will be the new norm, you know? Exactly. All the children will look like that. So, <laughs> but what the if next they generation like can take care of that. Tail. <laughs> <laughs> or like an additional head. Uh, then our children will be looking for tail then. Or two hands. <laughs> May I have already crossed that bridge. I'm good. Four hands in one place. <laughs> that would be the new standard. I yeah. mean, but then you don't know that six fingers are the standard, not five fingers, and then somehow natural selection is. Just That's actually an interesting now. fact about me. I'm surprised I've never said that, but I, I was born with six fingers. Oh yeah. It's going, to, it's going to be hard to believe, but I was born with six fingers. You can actually see the cuts. On your hand? On my hand, yeah. Six fingers, six toes. It's genetic. My granddad as well had it. So did they cut it off or what? Yeah, they cut it off. My mom told me like they, because your bones are soft, so they tie mm-hmm. some kind of thread and, and they pull it. Goes, yeah. Well, you're a baby, right? So you couldn't feel shit. So I, I was a baby, yeah, yeah. If you have left it, they would have been worshiping me, worshiping me in, you know, some village in Nigeria by now. I'll just come, I'll leave my hand up. I'll be like, hmm. <laughs> I say, I'm receiving signal. I'm receiving signal from the gods. They <laughs> were probably like antenna, DSTV dish. <laughs> they were probably also trying to protect you from senseless Nigerians and to be their honest, commentary. Yeah, I'll just go to the market. I'll be about to collect change with five finger, with six fingers. You might, just ah. somebody screaming. Someone hey! before I know they've thrown tire from here. They've thrown kerosene. <laughs> before you know it. You have been burnt alive. What was you your see crime? Me on the, he like, had six fingers. Which, Jeez. on his way back from meeting, meeting was, was, was caught in the market. Was caught in the market. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nigerians. Nigerians. But yeah, coping mechanisms. Coping mechanisms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's it been? How's it been? Twenty twenty. You know, want to end. 
we have three more episodes so we'll just say all the negatives about 2020 then we'll live on a high you know on a high on a, on a you know mental high not a not a i know, <laughs> I know some of you not here a human indulge, high indulge in some of th- some things <laughs> So how's it been? How's it been over 2020 review? 2020 wrapped. Bounce to the bone 2020 wrapped. We're, we're cloning from Spotify. I mean, one major coping mechanism, I think, for everybody is food. Are we food? Are we food. You guys were chopping this. See, everybody this. was chopping. Yeah. Even if you weren't chopping, it, the funny thing is that you weren't burning as well. So it definitely looks like you were chopping because everybody chopping. has gained weight. Everybody, everybody was just couch potatoes. Was, was I mean, free. I feel like everybody was chopping. You may not have been chopping consecutively, like for a month straight, but at least for like a week, you went on like a binge. Binge. Day. I agree. I agree. Uber Eats has chopped gas cash, man. Like, See. I used to, I used to tip before, but be like, say, I'm not going to tip again because the number of orders is <laughs> <laughs> too much. It's too much. <laughs> I actually feel you because I was actually looking at my phone yesterday and I was like wait today because yesterday was December 12th and I had ordered like 10 times in December so literally I had not ordered for just two days <laughs> really this really? just this, year? this December oh, oh yeah. December okay okay I mean that's expensive oh. that every day besides every two days day. and we're already like 13 days in <laughs> I've decided uh, for the rest of this year until like December twentieth. I'm not ordering again. I'm taking a break. You should, you should stop ordering. See, every time you want to, every time you want to order, you know what you should do. Right. Let's assume you order twenty dollars. Every time you want to order twenty dollars, just yeah. instead of opening your Uber Eats app, open your TD app and interact with twenty dollars. Yeah. Inter- yeah. <laughs> by the end of twenty twenty one, now by the end of twenty twenty one, I'll give you back. You give me back. I'll give you back. Yeah. I'll flip it. I'll flip. It. I'll go and buy shares. I'll flip it. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah, nah. I'll use some for shares. I'll use some for betting, for sports betting. <laughs> <laughs> and you get your returns. You guys, flip, oh. scammer. I did flip at all, at all, at all. It's flipping. Oh, so you're a flipper. I'm a flipper. Okay, now. So if someone should give you $500, you flip it for them to how much? So it depends on how willing and hungry you are. Because I need to see that hustle spirit in you. But I can, the potential is infinite. I bought my house starting with five hundred dollars. I started with five hundred dollars before I bought my first house. If I did it, you can do it too. <laughs> I'm I'm auditioning whoever is doing forex. I'm auditioning. You know, you guys should put me on. <laughs> Stephanie is one of those people that will not let you rest in your DMs. I see you. Do you want to make quick? Quick $200. I did tell you. <laughs> I swear those guys used to have PM people's dreams, I'm sure. Ah, those guys are irritating as fuck. Yeah. I'm sorry. Forex people are actually very, very irritating. Forex guys. Especially the ones that want to shove me down. Because I'm like, bro, if you're making so much money, why do you need me? Enjoy you know? the money alone. <laughs> Go and enjoy the money, please. There was, uh, there was this tweet I saw. Some guy was like, uh, he just got he he introduced his landlord to forex i don't know if you saw it both of them are looking, for, more, looking for <laughs> man it's, it's actually crazy crazy yeah 
I've never actually done that for him. Like, I would rather, like, I'm one, I'm that person that I would rather have, like, an investment officer or whatever and then just give them money to, like, as opposed to me doing it myself. I'm just thinking. Yeah. Forex. There's only one, one uh, girl that I used, to, I used to post about. There's a lady I follow. I used to post a lot about Forex. I think she has seen Pepe and she has stopped because <laughs> actually, you know, so all these things I used to see, like I thought it was only like a specific kind of people that I used to do it. And like, ah, I knew, I knew her and I, I was surprised that ah, even you got into Forex. Maybe this Forex thing is actually, you know, <laughs> you know that's the funniest thing about Forex. When somebody that you do not expect. Yeah, it's doing it and you're like, ah, uh-uh. you too. <laughs> you too, they caught you. How did they catch you? They got you hooked. Everybody, they also man. Honestly, I don't know what anybody can tell me. I think the only person that can make me join Forex is my father. And that's because I trust his business decisions. And like, if he tells me that, okay, it is okay, I will say okay. Maybe, perhaps. But like, yeah. I, I wouldn't. Like, I wouldn't. Because I know, actually, there are some people that actually make money from Forex. But like, I yeah. don't think it's the way that they go People is promoted. Exactly. I don't think it's the way people go about it that some people do it. Because I'm pretty sure there are some people that's their nine to five. Yeah, like sports betting. Sports betting is some guys nine to five. Well, you <laughs> could do that. Do that in before I before I throw shade on it. Do you guys actually no, I don't have do, like I don't, predictions or? I I don't do sports betting. No, but I have a, I have a I have a funny story. Um, there was this guy who was owing me money one time, uh-huh. like th- two three years ago. Uh-huh. And um, I'd, I'd waited, 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 waited. It was so it was something. It was like a group. I I paid for everything, and everyone oh. was supposed to pay me pay me back. So ah, uh, time was going. This was like three months later. I was like, guy, how far? Where's my where's my cash? <laughs> He'd be like, ah, oh, you pay me, you pay me soon. And I asked him because you know where everybody's already kind of about to go their separate ways. Someone was uh-huh. almost someone was all over, almost over. It was like ah, oh, that you just placed one bet yesterday. That's um, He's sure that he will get, you get the money. money back, that he will pay me. As soon as he said that, man, I was like, my money don't miss. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even ask him again. Like I waited, he didn't come to me by himself. I said, okay, no worry. I didn't even ask him for the money. I just left. While we're talking about this, can you actually be with someone that has a gambling issue? Man, I don't think I could. Um, I think that's a serious problem. That's. I work like I feel like the person would probably need to get help because that's that that can be very detrimental to your family finance. Exactly. Well, and um, just your whole like financial well-being as a whole. Because I've even like you see all these stories on on YouTube, social media, um, documentaries, and all that about people with gambling problems, and they'll get credit cards, they'll get um, to do their, to gamble because gamble is always like okay. No, this wasn't my time. Next time, this would be the one. Exactly. This would be the one. Like, be the one. I don't I'm understand afraid, people 50, that gamble. Times. I don't yeah. understand people that gamble. Like, can you not just see that you are doing AJ, EOJ? Like, literally, that's what you are doing. You are doing it to work today. It won't work What's tomorrow. It's work okay. today. It won't work tomorrow. That's AJ, EOJ. So oh, it's like I will eat today. I will eat. I thought Jay was eat. I mean, Jay is, is but you know Yoruba. Okay. You can use one word for five for different things. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. But like me personally, I can never be with someone that has a gambling issue because that's just very, very irresponsible and just very, very 
yeah. scary because before you know it's now they're gonna owe someone one million dollars and next day you, know, you are one of the gang yeah <laughs> <laughs> put you in some bad places you be like ah my love let me carry this twenty thousand I'm going to be, go to LA. When I come back, we'll be hundred k, and we'll finally move out of this apartment. Just and like, then okay. person will come back with zero k. <laughs> Even his flight ticket safe. And minus fifty. Afford, <laughs> minus fifty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, but like, what? I guess gambling. Gambling might be an extreme, but you know, there are some people that they have like um businesses and like it's kind of like gambling because like. They're yeah. not sure they're going to make money. Well, it's more it's more reasonable. I feel like we not naturally, you know, we do things to survive. You have to take you have to take like take a, risk. a risk to survive. That's like human nature. Mm-hmm. And when you now go to gambling, you know, gambling is like that is also tells like it tells more things about you, like greed. Um, you know, you lack self control. Lack self control, and a variety of other things. Because even and I feel like one of the things with people who like get stuck with gambling is like by the time you lose more money you're even now more annoyed sure some, yeah because you want to even at least get that money back back before you're now talking about even making profit so maybe they keep trying to get the money they've lost back safe before they start talking about profit and all so that's why even... I can never gamble I remember the first time I went to a casino because I went to a casino with somebody on a date and like the guy gave me like $50 to like just play because I was like yeah. I'm not using my money here and then it was like oh here's 50 and then I played the first game and mm-hmm. l- luckily I got 150 and I was like this is the end of yeah. my gambling I'm, so like be I'm not gambling How is again that possible? <laughs> I, I don't even know because we played some card table card game and like I yeah. won and then I just took my money and then the guy was like, you, you can't play again. And I was like, uh, no. <laughs> and I feel like that's how they get you hooked. As soon as you and now, yeah, the guy was like, you like... don't have to use the 150. You can just use 50. And then I was like, no, I'm taking this 150 <laughs> and I'm taking it home. <laughs> I remember there was, um, I don't know if you know FIFA Ultimate Team. So FIFA Ultimate Team is this online game mode where uh, we you play, you build your team from different different players and you can build, you know, trying to build the best team and play against other people. So they have this thing called packs, which I think should be banned forever. I feel like that thing is illegal in gambling. Kids actually yeah. use your credit cards, your parents' credit cards to buy packs. People spend up to $18,000 on that game. That's why it can those packs. be banned. <laughs> See, yeah, they, but you're banning, they ban it in some countries, like Sweden, I think, has banned it from these European countries. But anyway, there was one time I got a, I bought a pack and that was the first time I ever got a player. So even inside the game, there are coins that you earn from the match, from the matches. Mm-hmm. But you, those ones are a lot smaller and you don't get enough in quick time to get good players. Mm-hmm. So I got, I bought a pack and I got, opened it and it was a player worth 400,000 coins. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, this pack, this pack must be, must have luck. Must be like, a, must be a lucky pack. So I sold the player because I didn't even need that player on my team. Mm-hmm. It was a really good player. And I used that 400,000 coins to go and buy more of those packs for 100k each. Mm-hmm. Nothing I got. Had 400? Out of that 400, I was <laughs> my chest. That's how they get you now. <laughs> That's how they get you, man. It's crazy. <sighs> Nothing I got. I'm sure combined, all the other players I got were probably at most 60k coins if I sold all of them. My life. Ah, it pained me. <laughs> That's how they get you. It pained me, man. 
Because someone that has a gambling issue will now say, okay, I'll sell these ones and then I'll buy it again. Yeah, I'll buy it and again. And then keep going until it's t- <laughs> they are too deep in. It's, cr- it's crazy. It's crazy, yeah. Well, crazy. speaking of um, co- coping mechanisms, I feel like one of the nice things about this year, I don't know if it was a co- you, you could actually call it, you could actually classify it as coping mechanism. Is that I, I kind of had time to to explore certain things like um this podcast um this is actually the first time i actually started investing i've always heard about investing i always thought it was like this like i had investing through work um which everyone kind of has to do um but this was the first time actually i've always looked at investing like this barrier mm-hmm. and it was something, something that's major. You know, something major yeah so I didn't. I always, always hear about Robin Hood. I didn't know there was a Canadian equivalent. I always hear about Robin Hood. Um, I thought you needed to have a lot of money before you actually start investing. But this year I started investing, and you know, learned some early lessons, like some tough <laughs> <laughs> early lessons. <laughs> so, but um, I think I'm trying slowly You're starting to get better. the hang of it, hang of it here, and it's actually good. Like I recommend everyone, even if it's ten dollars you're putting in every month. Twenty dollars. Trust me. Over time, it's just time. I so recommend everyone to just start. Start. It will build up. Start investing. And build up your portfolio. Because you leave the money in the bank. I know of people who actually, which is pretty risky. I was also talking to um, my friend about this, and she gave me a story which actually kind of make, made sense. But people have. There's this show, show I watch on YouTube. It's called CNBC Money, mm-hmm. and um, there's lots of young people. They interview also young people who are op- who can be open about their finances, how much they make, how much they owe, how much they invest how they divide their income and all that and how they live so millennial money cnbc millennial money is a pretty cool show so i've seen like two people in that show who they don't have savings all of them all of their money as soon as they clear out all their bills leave some in checking the rest of it just goes into investing which is very risky and the idea is like you can actually gain more than leaving it in the bank but another thing with that is because the story I, i got was like the op- opinion I got was that um, in some cases, like when you actually need a lot of cash now, you don't have to wait till you sell the stock. Exactly. Then now withdraw it from the broker before you can now start using it. Exactly. So it puts you, yeah. So, oh, but with that, you can also leave some a good buffer aside before you now start leaving the rest. Like exactly. An emergency that, fund that's what I was going to say. I was going to say if you're going to do that, just have like an emergency fund. And yeah. then you can do whatever you want with the rest of your money. Of your money, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. So that was actually those are, were a few things that I got into this year that I really liked, because um, you know, I was like, why not? I was at home, computer, and all of those things you do them on you your have computer. All the time, right? So you have That's all the time, well, yeah. There's so much, so much going on. Um, yeah, and I've been working from home as well. So some of those things, even while I'm working, I would. You check them out. Moving. Yeah. And one of the biggest things I want to carry over is that I want to, I want to work from home permanently. Permanently. Until I I'm a manager. Know, permanently. <laughs> I want to work like from I home never permanently. Want I want to go to, to work anymore. Go to work again at a desk. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. done. I'm done. Yeah. Like, just. Like stay any at home. job that cannot be done remotely, I have no interest in that job, okay? Any no. any job that can't work, yeah, you know. So like when you go to a company that is not remote friendly, it's just it's just like why? Why in twenty twenty? Why? Yeah. Why? You know, I've 
and I was actually talking because I worked at a company that was very remote friendly last year mm-hmm. and um, I was surprised I, I never considered that but the ease at which I could work from home even when we're at work and we're having meetings some people don't leave their desk they attend meetings through their webcam through their webcam yeah so that's how re- like remote friendly the, the company the was the company was yeah, and it was so convenient because I could be on my desk when people are, some of the meetings were too long, when people are talking irrelevant things, I'm still working. Mm-hmm. And then I can, if I needed to chip in, I was just chipping sharply. As soon as you get, you give you a headset, your Logitech headset and webcam, nice HD webcam as well. And it was, and a really powerful laptop. So we didn't, we weren't tied down to our desks. Oh, you could, nice. Yeah, the laptop was very powerful because most times they use desktops because desktops can be more powerful when you're running some, some heavy duty some code. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So I could work from home without stress. Yeah, so it was def- definitely, I think that's something that more companies hopefully learn from this. And even start to work towards. Start to work towards, yeah. Yeah, I feel even even now, besides the, the, the fact that com- com- pandemic by itself ruined business, I feel like people not being remote ready. Companies not being remote ready ruined their business. their businesses, yeah. yeah. People are not as productive at home, you know. Like Slack as well. Like the way we used Slack at that company was lovely. There was nothing you weren't missing out on anything. There was yeah. there was a channel for every single thing in the in the company. In the company. I think most yeah. companies that are not remote friendly are companies that are not innovative. They're not they're yeah. not trying to change things. They just want to leave things the way they are, which is very, very it's, irritating because twenty 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 come on. 2020 they also you know I, I think also the kind of minds that are at the top as well exactly. when you have young dynamic minds at the top you can see you can see that translating the co- company culture exactly but when you have all these old guys that don't want to develop don't want to move forward don't want to change anything just want things yeah. to remain the way they which is most of all these people still go to work even though they can work from home some of from these people home. still go to yeah, work yeah they prefer going to work they prefer what they already used to. They don't want anything different. They don't want anything different. changed. Yeah. And another reason why I'm really happy about this work from home thing is that it's kind of it kind of helps women, but then it's also kind of annoying for women okay. because then there's now that barrier, especially for women that have kids, because it's like kids. how do you enforce that you're working and to your kids right and let them know yeah. you're working as opposed to you're at home with them so it's yeah. kind of unfair to women that have children because then they yeah. have to but then i also yeah. feel like but, for women that have two children they have to enforce that barrier individually yeah. like in their own home by themselves with their husbands and like with their kids and like all of that but then it also yeah. helps helps because now there's no situation of saying oh i don't want to hire you because you have to take care of your family or whatever yeah. it is and, it is. and even Besides that, there's almost no, there's little excuse now for, and thinking about it a different way, like having, you know, your partner, if people were working from home permanently, um, both couples, having a partner who doesn't work so that they could take care of the kids or, or saying that the husband is less involved because he's working because both of you are at home. So exactly. it's almost so like you guys can share responsibility. Exactly. And what's even nicer is some companies have flex hours. So like in the company that I, that I worked, even this one kind of nice thing about software companies most of the time is that you just have to do your work you, they give you tasks probably most companies most jobs but I don't know I can only relate to software but they give you a task um, and, and you just then need to once get you done. accomplish it yeah so I can start working at 11pm and 
you know, finish my task. But then, I, but I just need to attend meetings at the time meetings are scheduled. Mm-hmm. So people, companies have flex hours. So you start, you finish, you do your eight hours, do your job. So you, uh, one of the one partner could start at eleven while the person gets the kids ready for daycare, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. The other partner takes care of picking them up from school. So you can actually like work around the different things. Children being at home, right? At home, yeah. I'm, like all the family responsibilities. So. It, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's actually pretty Having good. flexible workplaces. That's yeah. been a very key flexible work hours and working yeah. from home. From home. Another thing with that too is that you find that you work a lot more. So work is becoming more closely knit with our lives these days with technology. That's another problem. Because you kind of have to. Because there's also the thing of your own conscience. You're trying to prove to yourself that you're working and you don't want you're anyone working. to say you've not been working. So there's also that yeah. thing of you overworking yourself. And then there's also the thing of, I haven't finished my task for the day. I have to finish my task. Let me just do this. And then before you know it, it's 10 p.m. and you haven't yeah. finished your work. Which is a lot of companies are actually time theft. They're actually the ones doing time theft, not us. Mm-hmm. Not the workers. Like when, when, you, when you say time theft, what do you mean? Like they're stealing time from us? Yeah, they're stealing time from us because like the barriers oh, are see. getting blood and then you just keep walking even working. when you're not supposed to be working. Because there are some days you wake up early yeah. and then you're like, I'm already awake, might as well start with my task for the day. And then before you know yeah. it, it's already 9 p.m. and all you have done that day was work. And then you're just like, how did time pass me by? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because I even saw one article. I know there was one article that went viral about how people are stealing time from their companies. From blah, 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 blah. That thing was sponsored by one of those companies. Somebody's an op. One of these Obviously. Yeah. But nobody complained when companies were stealing our time. When we wake up two hours before to start getting ready for work. Yeah. And you then know, the commute time, all of that. Nobody pays you for that shit. And, but then suddenly... how much time I've saved from commuting. Like I know you wake up you you're really working more than eight hours every day because you're working more than eight hours that's why that's drive. why when you're going to work you you're not able to do anything like your old whole yeah. day's work because you wake up early you go to work you spend your exactly. time in traffic you come back traffic and at times when i go back from work um like i'm like man same when i was in when i was in winnipeg i'm like i just need to go and play ball right now <laughs> Like, you're not in the mood for anything that, else anything else <laughs> i'll play ball i'll wait i'll probably be at home i'll lie down for like two hours sometimes i might even carry work home i'm like okay work hours are over and let me go home and Finish work up. in my comfort zone so i'm already tired from that i'll play ball i'll come back i'm not knocked out i'm not really doing as much for myself mm-hmm. so Definitely, like the whole yeah. thing of working eight hours a day is crazy because that's one third of your day where you already spend yeah. one third sleeping. sleeping so it's like i have to commit eight hours to this company but then on my way to work i already used the whole process of preparing Transit, i already used you know? three hours already to prepare and then yeah. three hours to come back i mean one hour to come back so that's already 12 hours so technically this company has taken 12 hours out of my day a day that is already left with just six hours left one of these companies that overwork their employees is going to sponsor an article and say, get ready for work and going to work is self-care. Of course. Because <laughs> that's the next one we hear now. You're even going as far as a company. I even saw somebody, because I think I, I saw a tweet about the article and then I was reading it. I didn't read the article, to be fair, because I was like, I'm not, I'm not ready for this rubbish. Yeah, the headline was pretty... Pretty self- self-explanatory. <laughs> explanatory, yeah. 
and then somebody in the comments was like well nobody asked you to give them your commute time so it's not like i was just like shut it shut it (laughs) (laughs) because (laughs) if i don't take that time to prepare for work i'm going to be late for work so Mm -hmm. what are you saying there's nothing you can do exactly so it's kind of implied that you're you're giving them this time and they're stealing this time from you yeah they say those uh, man, some companies are actually wicked. Those shift jobs where you know you have to, you go early, you have to get early because they want you to be right there on the clock. On the clock, I know. Yeah, and say if it was a call center and you were taking a call that was like five, ten minutes, sometimes even thirty minutes over, you still have to be there and and, and finish, finish it up. up. Yeah. I know, but as a rule of thumb, <laughs> close to the, you don't ten take minutes call. before the end of your shift, <laughs> you sign out just chill and wait for yourself to clock out because nobody is taking an extra second of my day i'm sorry (laughs) nobody unless if i willingly give it to you fine but for me to mistakenly forget i used to be one of those people that 15 minutes before the end of my shift i'm done working (laughs) (laughs) nothing again nothing again if they ask me i say i have a bus to catch my bus is five minutes (laughs) I have to be outside in exactly five minutes. You guys are now about to delay me. That's me on on Fridays, man. Fridays, like that lasts like two hours. I'm out, man. Last two three hours. Mm. You're already done. Yeah, I'm done. I'm checked out. Checked out. I feel like it should be implied self sometimes, like. I feel like sometimes they should just know that this person's already exhausted. Let them be, mm-hmm. okay? Don't stress me out. <laughs> I've worked for uh, you for five days already. Can I have this yeah. last day to myself? <laughs> I think some companies actually kind of recognize that, to be honest. Like, this last, like, two, three months, my manager has taken every Friday off. Because we have, um, where I work, we have holidays that don't carry over. But the nice thing is that we have four weeks, which is more than I've gotten ever. So everyone just uses their four weeks four week. vacation. That's so, nice. Yeah. So he just he just been trying to finish it up and taking Fridays off. Yeah. That's nice. yeah. I like companies that give one with one month vacation as opposed to companies that give two. Mm-hmm. And it's not two weeks is two. nothing, man. Unpaid, bruh. <laughs> bruh. Some companies are wicked. I'm telling you, very evil. <laughs> very evil. <laughs> and it's all, like sometimes I feel like companies that are the most wicked are the ones that are not even doing that well. Like maybe if you changed your ways. Well, actually, maybe I don't know, that, like, Amazon might be a counter to that. See, but we are not going to say that on YouTube to... <laughs> before they don't give me work. <laughs> You're trying to get to Amazon, make get Amazon money. I want to get Amazon money in this life. Life. Jeff Bezos. That guy is probably going to going to be the richest man for a long time. I'm telling you, like, see how much money, man. Because every, I, not even that. There's just a yes service, like as annoying as it is, but their service is yeah. actually very good. Good. Like as many times as I say I don't want to use Amazon again, but it's just like when you place an order you can literally see your delivery is coming like everything is when you have an issue you can literally just go to customer service and like they would fix it for you and then it almost feels like amazon is even controlling the shipping 
because of how organized it is. So you're just like. Yeah, I think um, I think what's something common is that companies when the companies have like kind of affinity or uh, relationship. They would also they would pay for dedicated channels. So I won't be surprised if Amazon actually pays like companies like FedEx and everything to dedicate. I'm sure they do. A portion actually. of their cargo to be. I'm to sure Amazon. they do. And yeah, because it's, it's enough. There's enough justification for that with how much they ship. With exactly, and I, also the fact that they actually have warehouses all over actually makes sense because then you can literally place an order today and it will be shipped today. It will be like shipped. I'm, yeah, there's I've a really gotten, I've gotten an item that I ordered, like I ordered it in the morning and I got it in the afternoon and I was like, ah. Really? Who shipped this <laughs> I haven't gotten that, but I want, to, I want, to, I want that to happen to me, man. I have, I and I was day, so confused because like yeah. on the order, it said that it would be delivered the next day. So I was waiting for the next day, right? And then I just yeah, opened yeah. my door and I saw my package in there. front of the door. <laughs> and I was like, I literally just ordered this thing this morning. How did yeah. it get here already? <laughs> The girl was probably about to leave the warehouse. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. One more. <laughs> One more. <laughs> but honestly, I'm pretty sure they pay for the yeah. educated channels because the way their work is so in sync and yeah. so organized. It's like so organized. And it's so organized to the point that when something is not shipping from Amazon, you kind of can't blame them because you already know that if it was shipping from Amazon, it would like come ASAP. But the fact that ASAP. it's not shipping from Amazon, that's why. Um, Diagon wants me makes me want to ask, like, you know, with regards to some of the one of the things that big things happened this year was the Black Lives Matter protest, black businesses. Like I'm even seeing more like noise about black businesses than now than mm-hmm. than, than ever. Mm-hmm. Um and this thing even makes me think of how difficult it would be for companies like that to com- compete unless we take conscious effort to say, Okay, I don't care about two day shipping, I don't care about or not that I don't care about it, but I'm going to disregard it for the benefit for this cause. So, I mean, let me one way me I make myself feel better is that I tell myself I'm supporting small businesses on Amazon. On, on Amazon. <laughs> Another angle. Because there are actually small businesses on Amazon. So I'm supporting small businesses. Small businesses. And another thing is that as much as you want to support small businesses, but sometimes they don't make it easy. Yeah, they just there has to be some effort on their part. Exactly, like there the like there was something I was trying to order. I can't even remember what it is, but like when I already even went on the website, I was already irritated because like the website wasn't even like it was very usable. It was it, it wasn't user friendly. It was one of those things that you would type like you would try to search something and then mm-hmm. it would just not work. And then it was just annoying. And I was just like, okay, I want to support you, yeah. but then you haven't even made my life. Easy, so I, I just that, it. you're actually very right because there's not enough campaigns going around to say entrepreneurship is not for everyone you should actually have a good plan for how you want to you know deliver you your service to, exactly before you just start jumping in because people are going haphazard saying and coming to shout to take advantage of like you know campaigns to support small businesses and, and they, they haven't thing, done their own work exactly and another thing so sometimes when you look at the prices of some of these things you're just like you self have the fear of god because like you want me to support <laughs> you for something that i know i already know if i go and check this thing in walmart i'll probably buy it for five dollars but then you have yeah. marked it up for 25 dollars come on yeah come and on. i start telling you come on you your profit your profit margin is 200 percent yeah 
have to feel good. Some of all these small businesses, that's just my own. Yeah. Like their prices sometimes are so crazy, and it's like me self, I'm a small business. Me self, I'm trying to support <laughs> you. I don't have. Me self, I did. I did You two get like. <laughs> and also yeah, quality true. of products too sometimes, because quality of some people's products too is just trash. Like. The reason why me and people saying all of this is that there's always that there's always there's a new business coming up every other week and every, every single time you yeah. check them out and you want to support and you're just like you haven't even done your it's, own it's challenging. like That's your true. product is trash your price margin is just it's just absurd and then and now even say let me now your shipping is another crazy thing i'll order something two months i haven't i've even forgotten that i ordered it yeah so like i feel like for small businesses as well they should do like you said they should do yeah, their more own due diligence do your own part so that it will be easier yeah. for people to support you because let me tell you something in this life as much as we all want people to support you also have to make their job easier like easier as much as i want to support my friend but like if you're not doing it right if you're not doing it well you're not even making it easy for me to support you like as your friend i will Mm -hmm. be there for you it's one thing for me to support and it's another thing for me to actually believe in your product when someone believes in your product and believes in what you're doing they support you without you even asking naturally naturally so like what people should be working at is for people to believe like do your work do what you need to do like do your due diligence so that people can actually be and you make it easier for them to support your dreams because let's face it you're not the only friend i have i have like 50 friends and everybody's launching something make it yeah. easy for me to support you <laughs> that's support just you. Nice. <laughs> make it easy. okay so you know like i said for me 2020 been trail you know there were downs there were lows there were highs everything we did um me this year i got a, a little bit more time still a bit stressful sometimes actually like when you don't have enough distractions mm-hmm. like sometimes when you're stressed you go and hang out with friends you phone i'm in a new city you you know you hang out with people or you just go and play ball or something you know mm-hmm. but i've i really learned a lot of things this year i dabbled into a lot of different things i uh i never spoke about this but i wrote a medium article which is on my instagram oh, yeah. bio yeah no, i never really said anything about it but this was a while ago i i always wanted to, to write, you know, write stuff yeah stuff stuff especially when i'm thinking about things i was working on another one i'm going to write that one and hopefully december this year before the year ends i'll add that one to my article so yeah, i've just had time to do a lot of things that i've that i've just been passing on in my mind mm-hmm. and um i think that's been coping in itself because if i didn't have any of those things to do I don't, it will feel like 2020 just passed me by, you mm-hmm. know, even added to the fact that 2020 already was a difficult year yeah. by itself with the pandemic and all. So I think that's how I've been able to cope and go through the year. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to add one thing to what you said. I just want to say people should not feel, honestly, don't feel any pressure to look back at your year and count at what you've done. Yeah. The mere true. fact that you're sane, the mere fact that you're alive, the mere fact that you're you have you've been able to drag yourself out of different moods and different situations that you've not spoken yeah. to anybody about, so it was just you. The mere fact that you have been able to do that is already enough for twenty twenty. Like people should not yeah. be too hard on themselves. Unnecessary pressure, exactly. Pressure. Like don't be too yeah, hard on yourself. 
and if I might okay. add to the thing you added to my set, to what I said, um, <laughs> add I think one of the things with that is like kind of looking within at what you have done better relative, like the only competition, I think the should biggest competition yourself. should be yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Like all of these things, it's not a matter of like, I, I've even wanted to, I wanted to reach do these things that everyone talks about or this is the standard now because everyone is really promoting overworking and over involvement let me tell you also. one thing in this house so. i will always promote laziness so just know that you are safe you have someone safe rooting here. for you <laughs> because i don't the whole culture of hard work and the whole culture of overworking yourself is bullshit to me like to me yeah. that's what the economy is looking like now it's looking like that's the natural natural for this economy but anyways, yeah, these are just some things that I've, I've wanted to do. And like, I was like, wow, I finally Might did as well, them. I have the time, right? Yeah, and it feels good, you know, giving yourself something for anything. Telling yourself you want to do something and, and you do it, you, right? you're able to do it. Whether you continue or not, but you at least tried. Exactly. So that's very rewarding. So Abisola, your own 2020 wrapped Spotify. Uh, I don't even know what to say because 2020 has been so dramatic. Like it has been so long that there are so many things I've already even forgotten that I have. One of my coping mechanisms this year was meeting Abisola. Such a peaceful, <laughs> friendly creature. Screaming! Stop, you guys! <laughs> Someone is trying to bribe 20, me. <laughs> it made 2020 so much, so so much easier to get by. You know, the last half I was like, wow. I'm still like, where were you all these days, all these years? You guys, Stefan is trying to bribe me. He's washing me. <laughs> Bribery and corruption. No, no, no. Facts, facts only, facts only. Facts all only. facts, no printer. Facts only. <laughs> I just want to say, in everything, I'm my copy mechanism. That's what we're talking about, right? Copy mechanism. Yeah. <laughs> because I was about to give shout outs. You know how? You know how? Did you ever used to watch TV Christmas TV when you were young and you say, "I would like to say, um, Merry Christmas, Mommy and Daddy," um, and I want show. to say, "My aunties and uncle, I love you, Auntie Yinka." Shout out! Shout out! Is a lot. Is a lot. Is a lot. Shout out! Oh yeah, you guys. Um, so my coping mechanism this year has mostly been just focusing on my mental health and realizing, like, I'm focusing on like. How will I explain this? So, like, I'm very... One thing this year I've really learned this year is listening to myself. So, it's like, every single mood change, every single... Like, I've started to notice my triggers. I've started to notice, like, things that... If I do this, it's going to trigger my anxiety. If I do this, it's going to... I'm not going to sleep. So, like, I've started to understand myself more. And I've taken a very huge step in focusing on my mental health this year. And like I feel like my mental health this year has even been better than every other year, which is very, very weird. But then I feel like it's also the fact that I wasn't putting like any unnecessary pressure on myself. Pressure on yourself. So this year I really embraced the whole aspect of me just doing me. And I and I learned how to embrace doing nothing. Because honestly, I don't know how to not do anything. Like begin like I feel like that was my biggest problem at the beginning of because after, like, when lockdown first was started, I had classes, so I had assignments. I was still in school. But by, like, June, I was done with school. So it, there was, like, a lot of free time. But then there was summer, so I would go out, and then I would have fun, and then time would go, right? 
and then summer ended and it's like i'm at home yeah <laughs> and can't pour from an empty cup <laughs> exactly so like i had to start cup. like paying attention to myself and like putting me first and like doing things that make me happy and things that because like there's some things that you would do and like because i have very shitty anxiety so like every little thing triggers my anxiety but like now i started to pay attention to like the pattern and like what is happening but yeah, yeah that's my biggest achievement this year actually which is my it, mental it, it, health because every year is always shit but this year i feel like it's actually a lot there's it, like two percent growth <laughs> so yeah. that's good. would you say would you say um like kind of one of the things that really impacted that was bounce to the bone I will say that to make Stefan happy. <laughs> good, 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 good. We did try. We did try. We did try. So, who, put your friends on. Put your friends on. You know, for a better 2021. For a better 2021. You guys should listen to Bounce the World. Exactly. So, on that note, I'll be so like, wrap up for us. Do on something. that note. Do, this is uh-huh. Drop, drop, drop. Welcome to the end of this episode. <laughs> Okay. You guys should follow us on all our social media platforms. At Bansley Bone on every social media platform. Stefan's Instagram will be in the bio. No, your Instagram is also in the bio. I put it. <laughs> you guys, do you know I'm wanted on Instagram? You can't be putting my bio anywhere. You also, I even wanted to put it too safe. But I think it never How will you too put violent. it too? That's I'm like, I'm going to be too violent. <laughs> you guys, can you see what Stefan is doing to me? <laughs> so you so knew. So follow Abisola. Abisola is also on our bio, on our bio, on our Instagram descri- description. And you know, Just. show some love to Abisola. Just. Yeah, show some love. <laughs> <laughs> all three of us, all three of us, we love, we love. And Idris, yeah, yeah. our absentee, our absentee yeah. host. But yeah, on that note, we've come to the end. Thank you so much for listening. Don't worry, by next year, I'll form form an intro, an outro for the podcast. We're ready, we're ready. Next year is your year. We've come to the end of Bans the Bone. (laughs) Thanks for listening.